0: Welcome to the Chasing Freedom Podcast with Tim and Raquel, a podcast bringing you conversations about freedom in business, finances, and family. Let's get real. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode number two of the Chasing Freedom Podcast. I'm Tim.
1: And I'm Raquel.
0: Super excited to have you back. Had some great responses from our first episode, and... Uh, We broke up that episode into little reels for Instagram and TikTok, and we reached over 10,000 different accounts. So I'm super stoked about that. Excited to see where this goes. Let's go. Let's do it.
1: So you've heard the quote, a jack of all trades and a master of none, right? Have you heard that quote? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But there's more to the quote. A jack of all trades, a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. So that quote, I think is going to apply to this episode, everyone's story is unique. And with social media, what most people see is it's just a snapshot of whatever stage of life you're in at the moment, and most of the time, it's a highlight reel. So in this episode, I want to dig a little bit deeper and break down a little bit of how we've gotten to where we are now, specifically your side of the story. And um, my hope is that the person listening to this, whoever you are, will be able to relate to any part, all parts of this and see that you're not alone and you're not the only one trying to figure this out, trying to figure out finances and family and freedom and what that looks like. So career-wise, Tim, you've done it all.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have what, I've done a lot.
1: Can you walk us through that journey?
0: Yeah, before I jump into the a little reason of why I wanted to have this episode was like you said, you kind of see a lot of entrepreneurs and different people kind of give their highlight reel of how they came to success. Um, and just honestly, I don't really relate to that. I have done a lot of stuff. You know, if you look at it from the perspective of, man, I just can't seem to be. I'm just not really successful in anything I've done. Then it's really discouraging. But then I started to look at it in a different way and just say, wow, look at all of the different experiences I've gained. And that has prepared me for the success that is to come. And that mindset shift just like really helps me. A lot of the things that I've done when I was younger, I was super involved in sports. Like basketball was my life. In high school, it's all I did. It's all I thought about. It's all I... So I did every day, all day, you know, that was really kind of just like most of what I thought about, but then in like the summers and different things, uh, I had a landscape business like probably most teenagers and uh, cut grass, just learned a little bit about business on that side. But really basketball was, was my dream. And then kind of like that was when my family and I, we lived in North Carolina. We transitioned my, my dad started a church out in Nevada, moved when I was 18 across the country. To Nevada and graduated high school out there and my dad gave me two weeks he I graduated high school he said you have two weeks to kind of have fun and then you're getting a job so (laughs) I had fun for those two weeks and then he was like go find a job um so I signed up at this temp agency and for like okay for one night. I know you told me not to tell stories, but this is really funny. <laughs> so for one night, for one eight-hour shift from, like, it was third shift. I don't know. I think I started at, like, 9 p.m. Okay? And worked all through the night at this milk factory. <laughs> so random. <laughs> this, uh, this milk factory that, like, processed milk into jugs, like, gallon jugs to sell at the store. And they, like, labeled these milk jugs wrong, so I had to go in and... <laughs> changed the labels on these things for eight hours. We did pallets and pallets of these like milk jugs. And thankfully that was just a one night gig. And then they sent me to a thrift store for an entire week where I just like processed clothes and like sorted them and priced them and, it was one of the nastiest things, some of the sketchiest things people donate. Ew. And by the end of that week, I had become so good at it. There was another new guy that started. They had me like training this other guy after like four days of working at this place. But then I landed a job at a warehouse at, um, at PPG, it's Pittsburgh Paint and Glass. And I worked there for a year. I worked there for a year, uh, this paint factory, just doing a whole bunch of stuff. And then I went to college, and that's when the basketball come, kind of comes back into play. Um, there, They had a basketball team at the college, and I really wanted to make it. And I worked really hard. I felt like I was good enough, um, but I, I didn't make it. And it was really discouraging for me because I really just, I don't know, I just felt like you know, like we said in episode number one, we're, we're Christians and like God's a big part of our life. And I just really felt like, I really just felt like God wanted me to be on that team for some reason. I couldn't put my finger on it, but I just really felt like I was supposed to be there. And then I didn't make it and it was really confusing for me. I was really driven and motivated and for some reason I went and I talked to the coach. which was just like, hey why didn't I make it? And he was just super kind, super honest with me, gave me some pointers and stuff. And I was like, cool, thanks. I'll work on that for hopefully make it next year. And and then I was like, hey, is there any way that I could come to the practices so that I could improve? And I was like, and I also want to be a coach someday, which that has never happened. But I don't know. Well,
1: you coached one of Danielle's games. I did. I
0: coached a seven and eight year old basketball game, which was
1: (laughs) and they won.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) I'm undefeated in my coaching career. But, um, so but I was like, yeah, I was just trying to be like super like motivated and so show some drive. And he was like, he's like, well, actually, he said, "Uh, I need a manager for our basketball team. Um, would you consider doing that? I was like abso freaking I would. Um, so basically what that meant was I was at every practice, I washed jerseys, but the cool thing was is I got to travel with the team. Got to be super tight with a lot of the team and I did that for two years. And I had people all the time asking me like, why the heck are you doing this? And it was just like, I loved basketball. I just wanted to be around it. And had a lot of cool experiences through that. Tried out it again. My sophomore year, didn't make it again, was the manager again for those first two years. Third year, came around, and right before tryouts, I sprained my ankle, like, super bad. Boo. And so I couldn't even try out my junior year, and my coach came to me, and he was like, too bad you weren't able to try out because you would have made it this year and I was super bummed about that. And then like last minute, somebody who tried out and made the team had to back out for some reason. And so he came to me and was like, you have the spot. I was just like, wow, that's amazing. Like the one year I didn't try out, I actually made it. And so I played my last two years of college and that was just like an amazing experience for me. Just the leadership skills, the determination skills, just the overall experience that that brings you to play sports at a college level. Is just an experience I'll never forget. And I'm just super thankful and grateful that I had that opportunity. Most people don't have the chance to do. The reason why I bring that up is just that's just a very unique experience that God allowed me to experience. And I think it's important part of my story that God let me have that experience to mold me into who I am today. And I think that that hard work, that determination never to give up, to keep going for something that I feel like God was calling me to helps me even to this day. So, but something else that like the experience, just the like overall, like weirdness of my career path is, so like after college, uh, we got married and I went back to we we moved back to where my parents were. I worked part time in that church, and then I also went back to work at that paint factory. And we were, and I worked there for and like another year. Some
1: weird shifts too.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was like it was, it was crazy, and it was not the most enjoyable job. But just to see, like, man, I got like forklifts. I was forklift certified. Um, I they were. I even made paint for for a time. I, I did all of these different things. A weird experience. Had some relationships with people. But then we transitioned to Kentucky, where I was a youth and music worship pastor for almost five years. And just because of the size of that church, there was a need for graphic design, website design. And I was just like, I can figure that out. And I had had a just a desire, even since high school, to just like for computers and just figuring things out. I just like tinkering with things. And so I just like, I figured out how to do graphic design and build websites and stuff. And I found, I found somebody who was a legit graphic designer to mentor me and, and helped me in that process and to figure out how to use Photoshop and Illustrator and all of these different things. And, and I just thought it was like, wow, this is something I enjoy and I can use it for my job and help the church out. And, it was just a really cool thing to do something I enjoyed, help that church out. But then we left that church and that mentor who was helping me along the way, I was able to like work for him and like be able to be that part of my job to like do graphic design for something I, I didn't have any formal education in. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go to school for any of this and I was able to like make money from it. That was like super wild to me. But then before we even before we even left that, so I was learning graphic design, and you you were a photographer, right? Mm-hmm. Like in high school and just different things. But it was more like a hobby level
1: mm-hmm. of
0: like skill and just like passion with it. But you were wanting to learn it more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're super creative. Your your eye for composition and just like photography in general and directing people is just like just comes natural to you but you just don't understand all
1: the buttons, all the
0: buttons <laughs> and stuff well that's where I'm like a nerd okay I'm like weird about that kind of stuff so so I I was like all on YouTube figuring things out trying to like help her understand her camera and I didn't understand <laughs> All, like all of these settings. I didn't understand what ISO and aperture and shutter speed. I didn't understand what any of that meant. I remember the first time we got like her, she had this like legit DSLR camera, we turned it on, and was like, what the heck? She went to like this thing and she tried to, she was like shooting headshots. <laughs> Oh, like I the remember. whole screen was white <laughs> the whole screen was white she couldn't see anything it was like completely overexposed but we didn't know what was going like, on how do I it's, fix like, this I just, know like, what I
1: wanted to do but pushing
0: but... buttons and all this stuff so we are just like said screw it put it in auto which is the worst thing could possibly do and just like made it happen but so that's <laughs> when I was like I got to figure this out so I just got on YouTube started learning and I fell in love with the camera Mm-hmm. um and so i figured out that i loved video and started making videos for the church and started doing all of, all of these things and, and family just, vlogs yeah and i just taught myself how to how to shoot how to edit all of these things and right before we left that church i shot a wedding and did all of these things and it was just like man i freaking love this this is what I want to do. So we left that church, moved to Houston. And I was like, I feel like I'm pretty good at this, which I wasn't, but I felt like I was pretty good. So let me, uh, let's see. I was making money with the graphic design. I was like, I love cameras. Let's, let's start a business. And that probably wasn't the best decision. I probably should have had, you know, a backup plan or whatever, but I was like, let's, let's do this. Let's go all in. And so, um, started my own videography business and started helping other businesses shoot video and do all of these things and realized very quickly that, man, I, I love business. It was pretty incredible to me to be like, I just taught myself how to use this camera on YouTube and now I can make money with it and trying, but I'm not super great at selling my services. So I, I, I hired a business coach, and I'm doing all of these things, learning out how to grow my business and doing all of these things and learning and growing and understanding the ins and outs of business, and which is a whole nother thing that I wasn't super good at, but I started reading books, listening to podcasts, I'm, like, talking to people, doing all of these things. And that's when I fell in love with the idea of, man, our family needs to achieve financial freedom because... The thing that I love, creativity, is really cool, and I want to use that and help other people and tell people stories and do all all of these things. But if I can't take care of my own family, I can't do the thing that I love. I can't I can't tell stories and help people if I can't take care of my own family. So I was as I was learning and growing, everything so we made some probably not super wise financial decisions and whatever and and i realized you know what i need to step i need to take a step back from this business thing and get a regular job for a little bit to kind of like get us back on our feet get us established and so that's exactly what i did and that's where we're at right now and that's okay but as i look back on like everything in my life that has brought me to this point there's one or two ways i can look at it i can be discouraged that i haven't achieved a certain level of success whether that's in sports, or being a youth pastor, or uh, being involved in worship music, or or being involved in graphic design, or filmmaking, or business, or whatever, it doesn't it that it, that can be very discouraging, and that's how I was for a very long time. But when you stop to change that perspective, that you know what, every single one of these things in my life, whether it was driving a forklift or cutting people's grass, or or not quitting on the basketball court, it has led me and has grown me to a point that's like, I am who I am today because of all of these amazing experiences. And it just makes me very thankful, super excited for the future. I'm just psyched to be able to help other people learn a little bit of what I've learned along this journey.
1: There's a lot of content on the universe right now about learning and growing. Just do it, put in the hard work and the success will come. But there is no one size fits all. Yeah. So, what is something you think that is misunderstood, miscommunicated, glossed over when this advice is given?
0: I mean, that's that's a great thought. I mean, it really. The truth is, it really depends on like where you personally are at. Um, like, where are you in your journey? Like, for instance, do you have debt? How much? Do you have? kids? What stage of life are they at? Are you married? Um, how old are you? Do you have a flexible job? Do you have, do you have to have a full-time salary at a certain level to, you know, to, to meet your means, like a, like a high paying job? Do you have to have that? Do you have a job that pays for your life, like pays your bills? Or do you have to have a side hustle to meet, like, to meet your budget or or do you have a side hustle that is just for savings and investing or like 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 you said there is no one size fits all um and it really just depends on where on where you're at
1: so what would be some practical steps um for just anybody at any stage who is chasing freedom? What would be some practical steps? I mean, practically,
0: if you just don't know where to start, which was really where we were at for the longest time, it just like, I don't know where to start, so I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go do what I'm told. I'm going to just do all of these things. I would say probably one of the most important things is just keep learning. Mm-hmm. Just keep learning. That was like one of the common threads that I saw in my life was just like never giving up on learning. Figuring, I don't know how to do graphic design, but I needed to make this flyer. I'm going to go freaking learn how to do it. I'm going to look it up on YouTube and just figure it out. And just having that drive of just not giving up and teaching yourself how to do a skill, you got to have that. You have to just not give up and just just teach yourself, but like practically like watch YouTube and learn a skill. Like it's not complicated. Read books on, on business, personal development, finances, listen to podcasts on things that interest you, whether that's real estate or starting a business or like whatever. There is There isn't, like, you don't have to be in real estate. You don't have to be doing a certain side hustle or whatever, but just, like, whatever interests you, like, ah, this interests me. Like, back in the day, it was, like, graphic design interested me, so I, I watched content around that. Then it was filmmaking. Then it was... Then it was like starting a business, and then it was like real estate. That's like kind of like where we're at right now, and starting side hustles and stuff. So it's like that's what the content we're learning about because it's preparing us for the next step of our journey. Like, you just you got to start there, take action. I promise you, you're gonna see momentum. Like whatever you do, learn something, and do it. Yeah. Like you have to take action.
1: I think. You know I, mean? I think a big thing for me when. Our journey, I think, really started to get going um, after we moved out of Kentucky. I think a big part was just taking inventory of yeah. everything in my life, and even just a snapshot in my day, and think, why am I doing this? Yeah. Is there a reason? And then, if there is a reason, is this a good reason? And and starting to prioritize things that need to happen, have to happen, are crucial to my life, and things that don't matter, things that don't have a reason or a purpose. Yeah. Um, and then kind of cutting those things out, growing the areas that are crucial, and, re- mm-hmm. okay, are there things I do need to add? And then learning, like, a skill yeah. or developing that area. 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think another thing is, too, is, I mean, this is really important, like, so we're all about freedom, right, is figuring out what, what does freedom look like for me? What does freedom look like for my family? What does that mean? And just pursuing ways to achieve that.
1: Yeah, and I think the other thing, going back to that, there is no one-size-fits-all, looking at your life to what does what that success and that freedom look like down the road and work backwards from that. But also what does that kind of look like now? Like we're, we're a family of five. We have three little kids, so we're not going to just eat beans and rice, yeah. like to save money because that's not going to help our kids nutrition. Yeah. And I mean, other things um, like we're not just going to sacrifice family time to work 80 hours a week and never yeah. see dad or never see mom yeah. or pay for daycare. It just doesn't. 100%. So you, it, you give and take and you prioritize if you don't have kids there you go you you have more time but i mean it's just look at your life and take inventory of it
0: yeah and don't get discouraged too if you see somebody achieving what you want in the space that that you're trying to get in and they're just achieving it at seemingly a faster speed than you you have to look at things in perspective what were their life experiences that prepared them to launch them faster? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like the skills and the different things that you have achieved or going to play into the fact of like how fast you achieve something. But then also too of like your stage of life. Family and kids and financial situations, all of these different things play a huge factor into the speed of your success and so that's why we are lining up amazing people to have on our podcast to have conversations that are very diverse in their stage of life very diverse in their just experiences so you would be like oh I relate to that oh I relate to that oh I relate to that to be like man, that encourages me to just keep on going
1: yeah or just oh that's a literal practical tip for me in this stage of life yeah yeah
0: Yeah, because that's just, it's just like a huge thing for me that it's just like, you know what, there is no one size fits all and there is no just one way to achieve success because success and freedom look completely different for everybody. And so practically define what that freedom and success looks like for you. Make a roadmap of education for yourself. Just freaking go do it.
1: Make choices, not excuses pretty simple it's not easy but it's simple
0: thank you for listening super excited to continue the conversation um please whatever platform you're listening to this on review it and just just share it with everybody it really helps us out we're excited about this process and even if no one listens to it we're just stoked to talk to each other because (laughs) the kids are in bed right now and it's just an excuse for us to talk (laughs) have adult conversations amazing we love it We love you guys we'll see you in the next one thank you so much for listening links are in the description to follow us on social media also we really need your help could you leave us a review it would mean the world to us thank you so much and we'll see you next time